the ever-expanding universe keeps getting bigger, and new surprises baffle scientists every day. The more astronomers probe strange corners of the galaxies, the more one thing becomes clear. What we don't know about the universe could fill it. From eye-opening images of how a planet is born to discoveries of black holes we didn't think were possible, scientists continue to stumble upon revelations hidden like Easter eggs all throughout the Milky Way, and completely by accident. Welcome to the Abstract Podcast from Inverse. I'm Tanya Bustos, your host. Our first story is about the newly discovered images that reveal how a baby planet is born. Thanks to the European Southern Observatory's Very Large Telescope, astronomers were able to see a newly born planet coo its way into the universe. Our second story is about the nearest black hole to Earth. Of the billions of black holes that could be lurking in space, astronomers spotted a new black hole that is just 1,000 light years away. The discovery of the nearby black hole poses the question, are there other black holes in the Milky Way galaxy? This is The Abstract. A look at the latest scientific discoveries and technology innovations from the reporters at Inverse. In each episode, we explore a single theme through two different stories. Up now, the images that reveal the first glimpse of a baby planet being born. We're going to talk about where babies come from. A big old cloud of dust and gas. There. We had the talk. That's where planets come from that we knew. However, it's something that has escaped our eyes for millions upon millions of years until now. A very subtle plot twist led to a very subtle twist in this prenatal cloud. The keyword is twist and voila. Astronomers at the European Southern Observatory spotted the first images of a planet being born. With the help of its very large telescope, that's what it's officially called, a VLT for short, and the ESO-VLT if you're trying to impress someone. The young star of this show was located 520 light years away, and clearly evident for the first time was this twist in the dust and gas cloud surrounding the star. And it's precisely this which indicates a planet is being formed. The Very Large Telescope, VLT, is the world's most advanced optical instrument consisting of four-unit telescopes with main mirrors of 8.2-meter diameter and four removable 1.8-meter diameter auxiliary telescopes. Translation, it's big. Aptly named and so big, it sounds like this. Here it is mechanically maneuvering around at the European Southern Observatory. With its advanced precision, the VLT can construct images with angular resolution, kind of like distinguishing two headlights of a car at the distance of the moon. And with this instrument, the aforementioned bright yellow twist was seen at the center of the image it captured. Here to sort out what all that means and how this twist marks the spot is Inverse's Pissant Rebier. How are you, Pissant? Good. How are you? Pretty good. So as someone who knows a lot more about this, how can you better help us understand how exactly a planet is being born? First of all, takes a long time. What exactly happens in this space, in space, if you will? Right. I think it's equally as cute than when a baby is born. <laughs> um, so it, it starts off really small. It's basically just a swirling disk of gas and dust. And these dust particles keep growing and growing. They pull together by gravity and the gas and dust interact together and they just basically grow into a larger body. But that process could take anywhere between one to 10 million years. And at the end, you have a planet. 
And um, it's The Detail Within the Swirl. It sounds like the title of a book or something, but <laughs> that's what it all comes down to, right? That, what, why is that so important? This slight twist in the swirling disc, that was um, the ultimate telltale sign of this being born, correct? That's the star of this story. Yes. Uh, so that's kind of the sign that there's a planet being born there because it's kind of causing these disturbances and the gas that's surrounding a star. So it's kind of making these little ripples and it, as it's kicking the kicking the gas. So it kind of forms like these waves. And that's so it kind of marks like an X in the gas around the star. And that's how you know that there's a planet there. So this is a big deal because it's watching the birth of a planet. Seeing it for the first time is, you know, this breakthrough of sorts. How did they manage to pull this off? It was just kind of being at the right place at the right time. They were observing um, a young star system, which is just kind of ideal when you want to see the birth of a planet, because usually they will form around stars that are like that have been around for not that long of a time. So they were observing this young star system when they noticed this kind of a little mark of an X around the in the gas surrounding the star and that's how they knew that this is where but astronomers have never actually been able to see the birth of a planet before. So this this is pretty lucky. Right. And even with this breakthrough there's still so much we don't know. So how heavily does seeing things change things big deal right of course yeah i mean there is still a lot we don't know but by further observing these images and watching the development of this planet we can learn more about you know how planets like earth formed in the first place because there's still so much mystery surrounding how our own planet formed and how other planets in the solar system formed and how some became rocky bodies how some became gas giants like jupiter so there's still a lot more that we need to learn about planet formation but this is a really good start to be able to see it for the first time very good percent thanks so much thank you Based on the number of stars in the Milky Way, there could be millions, if not billions, of cosmic beasts known as black holes lurking in the shadows. And some may be even closer than we think. Up now, Earth's dark, silent new neighbor, the closest black hole ever discovered. the strangest things in existence. It's just a hole. Just a hole? That's black. With so much mass, even light cannot travel fast enough to escape their gravitational pull. How close are black holes to the Earth? A black hole is a region of space within which light doesn't come out. Nothing comes out. You fall in, you don't come out. So you, you want to avoid black holes? <laughs> I still don't get it. Black holes have long been mysterious and rather confusing. Formed in the aftermath of a large star's death, it's basically a massive amount of matter packed into a very tight area of space. While scientists have only found a couple dozen of them, black holes are hidden all throughout the Milky Way, and there could be millions, even billions of them, literally lurking in the shadows. They grow by eating up matter from their surroundings. But sneaky and mysterious, these invisible points of darkness are hard to find, being invisible and all. Luckily, scientists have found the nearest one discovered to date, and it all happened by accident. A study published May 2020 in the Astronomy and Astrophysics Journal was originally observing a binary star system called HR 6819. Normally, scientists find black holes by noticing the X-rays they give off. But when they stumbled upon this one, they saw two stars orbiting each other, 
realizing a big invisible object must be present as well, they concluded that there was simply no other explanation than a black hole. Dietrich Bade, an astronomer at the European Southern Observatory and co-author of this study, told Inverse about how the discovery was a cosmic process of elimination. We see evidence for a third body, but we don't see light from that third body. It must be a black hole, but we are sure there are three objects, two luminous stars and a black hole. So here's what we know about our new dark neighbor to the north. It's close, a mere thousand light miles away. While that might seem distant to us, cosmically speaking, that's practically in our backyard, any closer, and we'd ask it to wear a mask and keep its social distance. We also know that it's quite small, 4.2 times the mass of the sun. Again, while that might sound big, cosmically, small potatoes. And as it turns out, our neighboring black hole is not exactly great at parties. Dietrich Bade is rather blunt in describing it. As a black hole, it's the most boring thing you can imagine at the level of a supermassive black hole as in the center of our own Milky Way or in many other galaxies. This black hole does not accrete and therefore it's really black. Could there be billions of other silent black holes like this in the galaxy? And if this black hole was so close, how did it get away from astronomers for so long? Other than the fact that they're invisible. Let's ask Inverse's Pesent Rebier, who joins us right now. Hey, Pesent. Hi, thank you for having me again. Sure. So can you help us understand how this was found? It was kind of in this accidental way, but how could scientists happen upon a black hole in this way? The story was actually years in the making, right? What took so long to find this? Right. So it was uh, originally scientists were looking at these two bright stars that you could actually see. You see them from Earth. That's how bright they are. And they seem to be orbiting around a third body that they couldn't see. They couldn't tell what it is. And so just by kind of a process of elimination, they figured, you know, if there's a third body there and we can see it and it's has a gravitational pull that's strong enough to have these two stars orbiting around it, then it's got to be a black hole. But again, they couldn't see it because it's pretty, you know, it's black and dark. Kind of invisible and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. And it being as close as it is, you know, a thousand light years away, uh, which is close, cosmic standards at least, is the theory that there could be black holes even closer? What, what would that technically mean? That's the thing. We It was kind of right next door in like galactic terms, but we couldn't see it. And so these black holes could exist a lot closer to us and we wouldn't we wouldn't just haven't been able to see them yet. But now that we know what to look for, to maybe look for their gravitational pull and the power that they have on other objects, rather than trying to find the black holes themselves, we could see more of these like smaller, more dim, darker, invisible black holes that are, it could be a lot closer to us than we thought. And in being so close, does that mean anything to us? I'm assuming this in particular would have to be exponentially closer to have any real threat to humanity. But uh, how close is close when you think of those kinds of things? <laughs> I mean, I know like when people think of black holes, they're like, oh, no, they're going to swallow everything. <laughs> like they think of these like erratic beings that are just like gobbling up everything in space. But that's not, I mean, that's not really the case, especially for this black hole, because this black hole is kind of like tame and in terms of other black holes, it's like much smaller than other black holes and it's not actually it's not actually eating up that much uh, matter around it. It's just kind of like chilling. 
And is that why it's so small and so tame? It's just sort of a product of its environment because these black holes are usually quite big. Can you help explain how um, it is the way it is? Right. So black holes are all created fairly equal. They all come from the they all created from the same material from after a star explodes that often leaves behind a black hole. But how big they get does depend on the environment around them. So some black holes just feed off of matter that comes to them from like surrounding stars that they swallow up and they grow in size. So the, the black hole in our galaxy is like 3.6 million times the mass of the sun, which is huge. But this one is only four times the mass of the sun. So that means it probably didn't get that much bigger since it first formed because the stars around it aren't producing enough matter for it to swallow or, you know, feed off of for it to grow. So it kind of just stayed the same size. And again, the idea is that there are a lot more and a lot means, you know, millions, possibly billions more of these things. How will this discovery motivate additional searches? Can we learn more about the formation and evolution of these rare stars? I mean, where do we go from here? So the interesting thing is that the more we discover black holes and the more we find out about black holes, we kind of find out, you know, they're not all the same. We can't make just one general rule and apply it to all black holes, they all tend to be kind of individuals, kind of like humans. They all grow in different ways. They all occupy their space in different ways. Their environments are not the same. They thrive in different environments. So I think we're just kind of discovering that they're all all black holes are quite unique in their own way. Yeah, it's really um, interesting stuff. Listeners can head to inverse.com for more of Besant's piece. Besant, thanks so much. Thank you. Head to inverse.com to read more about the latest space discoveries. You can click on the link in the show notes for all stories we talked about today. If you agree that science and facts matter more than ever, give us a rating and review on iTunes to help more people find The Abstract and other podcasts like it. New episodes of The Abstract are released three times a week. Find old episodes and more original reporting on science, innovation, culture, and entertainment at inverse.com. Look for the Abstract Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or whichever podcast app you use. For Inverse, I'm Tanya Bustos. Thanks for listening.